well, hence the name social media. So I think sometimes people forget that, that it's not advertising media. It's actually social media. Welcome to the Digital Marketing Wingman Podcast, the podcast where we bring you helpful tips and advice on websites, Google, and social media. Welcome, everybody, to the Digital Marketing Wingman Podcast. We're up to lucky episode number 13. And today I have a lovely guest, Sarah Wilson from Cadinia Property. Welcome. Thank you. I love the 13 reference. It's, it's lucky for some. And so we've just actually filmed a podcast for Cadinia Property. And I've just put it on you to roll straight into a podcast for Pixel. So thank, yep, thank and you. And I've got a few extra hundred words available for the day. <laughs> so here we are. Before you clock off. <laughs> so can I ask, um, tell us about how your career got started? Because I know you didn't start in real estate. Yes, it's a um, big question. I'll try and make it a short answer. Um, straight from uni, I went and I was a primary school teacher for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Where did you teach, by the way? I taught at Lara Primary School. You're joking. Did you go to Lara? I went to Lara Primary School. Oh, my school. God. What era? <laughs> well. Well, obviously, you're not, you know. You're about the same era as me, I know, me, I was going to say. That's so a silly that's question. not going to work. No, but yep. I'm just, I'm intrigued. But, yeah, Lara Primary School. Okay. Uh, started in grade one, two, um, work, worked there for five years and then worked my way up and I was, um, then got another job at Hamlin Banks Primary School. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole time I wanted to be the principal, so whilst I loved, teaching in the classroom it was the actual running of the school yep. and that sort of framework and strategy work that I was really keen on um anyway then life got in the way and I had a couple of babies while I was having on maternity leave I studied photography up in Melbourne um I started taking photos of people here and there people started paying me for it mm-hmm. um then I got to the stage where I was either going to go back part-time teaching or part, or I could sort of look into the photography um so my husband at the time and I decided that we would do a role reversal he became the um at home dad stay at home dad yep. and I put a good 12 months into setting up that business right um and by the end of the 12 months I was luckily <laughs> Well, that's luckily, quite, a, but quite a jump for the to be the only income earner to be a business that's just starting out. Yeah. Well, the good thing was um, I couldn't let it fail. Yes. Like I just had forced. to work. Yes. Yeah. And I think that a lot of business owners out there would connect with that in yeah. that when you've got bills to pay and food to put on the table, you just have yeah. to make it work. Yeah. So it's long hours and hard work, but that's what you do. Mm, mm. Um, so I ran that business, Sarah Taylor Photography, locally for – 10 years. And it was pretty well known. You had a pretty good reputation. It was okay, yeah. Oh, when I started my <laughs> business, you were pretty well known. You were out there at all the events and, and running your own events. So Yeah. we were. Yeah, I was really involved in the chamber and the small business festival and um, I was bringing some of my teaching skills across into that space. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, yeah, I did love doing workshops and teaching others and sharing what I was doing with other people and also um, – mentoring people in how to start a photography business. Right. So, again, like with the teaching, I, whilst I love teaching in the classroom, I love the strategy. With the photography business, I love taking photos, mm-hmm. but I just as much I was into the, the running of the business. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then um, that business, Sarah Taylor Photography, 
did quite well in entering the Geelong Business Excellence Awards. Not once, not twice, but three times winner, <laughs> meaning that you became Hall of Fame. Hall uh, of what, what does Hall of Fame get you at the Geelong Business Awards? Oh, it gets you, I think you, on the Crystal web. glass on, on your table <laughs> on arrival? Or? Yeah, it gets you a big platter or something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's nice. I don't know. I think it's just um, it's nice to be recognised, nice. but it's also nice to let other people have a crack at the award as well. Yeah. Like there's only so many times you can but take you had out the award. Consistent excellence. Consistent excellence. Yeah, so yeah. that's definitely worth recognising. Mm. And then I guess after that you became a judge as well. Yes, and that was awesome too because as you can tell by now I love the business of mm. business. So that allowed me to um, have a look into other people's businesses, not from a sticky beak point of view but more of a Why just – Why not though? Oh, well, it – you It'd be awesome. You'd be able to see how – get all the inside secrets yeah. on all the different things well, that are Well, you do have to sign a thing to say you're not going to share any inside right. secrets. So it's not so okay. much about that. But but you could take some inspiration for it's yourself. It's just interesting to see how other people pull it all together and, mm. um, yeah, it's it's really interesting. Yeah. Okay. And I guess I, part of entering the business awards is, is there's a marketing component and they the entrants need to explain – their marketing approach. Correct. And yeah, what that's doing. right. So, yeah. you, so you would have seen a quite a wide variety and probably over the years as well that's changed. Yeah, I remember when we f- – I, I, I think I judged for three years. The last couple of years I've been a reviewer judge, which means I just help out looking at the written uh, applications yeah. and give feedback on those yeah. as opposed to the more timely sort of – On-site. On-site judging. judging. Um, but so I think maybe I've done like five years of judging all up. But – what I've noticed is that when I first started judging and even when I was entering um, that people would talk about I'm on social media, like I've got a Facebook account, mm. I've got Instagram and whatever, but now the judges, like that's almost expected. Baseline. Baseline. Yeah, that's so like now just turning the, the lights on. Yeah, no, no. So now the judges want to know, you know. Strategies. Yeah, strategies, data, um, rankings, like yeah. way more information. Um where, you know, how whether you're using different types of platforms. Targeted marketing, everything. Yeah. yeah. Why are you choosing that platform over that platform? And so what's your gauge of businesses in Geelong? Have they got their shit together when it comes to marketing plans, do you think? Oh, I don't I think you should answer that question because you're the marketing <laughs> all expert, of our, not well, me. All of the clients that we see <laughs> have their shit together. But I guess, I mean, there's a lot of, there's very small, there's micro businesses that enter the business awards and then there's big top end of town like I think um, like Geelong Cats or, you know, Deacon, mm. yeah, maybe not Deacon, but some large organisations enter as well. Pretty hard to compare against each other. It is, but the people who run the awards are pretty smart in like they're comparing micro businesses with mm. micro businesses. So, so they scale it. Yeah. 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 Like you're not comparing the Geelong Cats to a two pet two person gluten free pasta business yeah. that's running from home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then. Um, you've run that photography business for 10 years, you say, and you got itchy, itchy feet. Itchy feet. So um, I just decided it, it ran its course. Yeah. So I had, a, I had a great time doing it, but it was just my, you know, the kids were growing up a little bit, family circumstances changed. So just new challenge, to, time for a new challenge. Yeah, do something new. Um, so I had an interim job um, that was just sort of a nine to five job um, that I quite enjoyed and while I was – and but I knew it wasn't my forever thing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know what my favourite thing was going to be at that point. Yeah. And during that time I may have accidentally fallen in love with a real estate agent. That yes. would be Jackson. Yes. <laughs> um, and Slight influence on the uh, career path. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at the time he was in the process of he was, he's been a director of another local real estate firm here in Geelong for many, many years mm. and they were in the process of making some changes about how the way they ran their business and et cetera. Um, and so the timing just sort of worked that I wasn't, super connected to what I was doing at the moment, even though it was fine. Um, He was looking to sort of maybe do something different. So we thought he knows all about real estate. I know how to run a business. Mm -hmm. So both of those skill sets working together um, Mm. allowed us to have a strong foundation to kick off Kidney Property. I'm I'm fascinated by real estate and I actually do follow quite a few um, YouTuber. You're one of real the real estate, estate junkies, aren't you? A little bit. Um, <laughs> I'm fascinated by sales. I'm fascinated by marketing. There's definite um, parallels even with, you know, a digital agency and a, and a real estate agency mm. and, and that marketing, you're probably more uh, skewed to the sales side than we are, but I love the psychology of sales. Yes, I love the psychology of sales and, as well. Um, it's, it's, a, it's about... I love just the, the interacting with people and uh, systemizing ways to better interact with people. I love that. Mm. I really love that there's things that you don't realize that you're doing when you're talking to people and explaining things that's affecting how they feel about you. Yes, even the way that you're leaning in or out to the microphone yeah, that yeah, we're yeah. talking to yes. um, can have an effect on how mm. people perceive you and you're your best marketing tool, aren't you? Yeah. So you would have... Um, a big puzzle, a lot of activities, a lot of channels for Cadenia Property. Obviously, we are assisting you with that, full disclosure. We are uh, your marketing partner, so we do help out with some of that. Um, tell us about some of the different pieces of the puzzle that you do. So I think I'm not sure what the stats are now. You might be able to tell me being the marketing expert. Mm. <laughs> Don't test me on the fly, but yeah. Um, but I, I, a couple of years back, so maybe, well, and as I said, different now, but I think there was 11 touch points that people want to see and sort of uh, when they're doing their due diligence on a business or yeah. a person or whatever before they actually pick up the phone or email and interact. I've seen that stat and I think it climbs every year and I think it's now like a larger. It's bigger than really? that. Much bigger than that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because like, there's so many different options now, there is. isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. So I think for our business we try and have, I call them the pieces of the puzzle or the you know, the marketing bricks in place. Mm. So um, you guys are, as you said, helping us and I think that's obviously really helpful um, because it takes away um, some of that time that, you know, just doing the base level work, not that Mm. you're just doing base level work, like you do strategy work for us as well. But there's an expectation, like you were saying, like, that all of those things that in the business award entrance, they're just minimum requirements mm. these days. And yeah. if you're not doing them, the perception is that you're not an active, functioning, trustworthy business. That's right. Mm. Yeah. And I think there is a lot of, especially in Geelong, like I think we'll, we just talked about this on our podcast, but people know people. Mm. There's no hiding um so it doesn't take much of a social media stalk or a 
yeah. you know, Google of someone's name to see if, People you know. forget the social media store, how many people do this, the social media store. I know, right. It's impressive, especially like as a business owner, you would be the same as me. Yep. Like when you're um, any inquiry, to I get. people. Or employment, uh, customers, any, any inquiry whatsoever. Um, I'm at least looking them up on LinkedIn as a minimum. Yeah, it's the first. Yeah. It's almost the first thing. Yeah. And if they, they don't have a photo on their LinkedIn page mm. or there's no posts or there's no connections whatsoever, yeah, you start to question. Well, well it's the first impression, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm really big on that visual marketing because I've come from the photography background. So I think investing um, money in a good quality photographer and visuals mm. is super important because I think it's like less than seven seconds it takes someone to make a first impression of you and 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 all your business photography 100 percent. and uh, nick and our web team will advocate for this as well that it makes such a difference and i think um google actually came out recently and said that it's a ranking signal really using they now have some way of detecting if you're using stock photography or real photography and will treat prefer the page with the real photography the unique ah, photography well Google has been for a while been able to do that reverse search on photos yeah, to see yeah, where it's yeah. from, but it's interesting they're adding it into the algorithm now. So that they now. came out and suggested that people take their own photos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because well. there's so many junk websites out there using the same old boring free photos. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen – I've actually had people steal photos from one – when I had my photography website, steal photos and set up a mm. faux yeah, website. Right. Yeah. We just had a – um sidetrack story but we just had one of our clients um their website was completely copied from the ground up for an identical practice in another state oh. word for word wow everything just changed the logo so and the logo do? was the same well it, it turned out to be it wasn't the owners of the business fault it was the agency that built the website for them had ripped them off but um yeah interesting really interesting that, that that's still done in this times so, you know well yeah, I, I'm not sure what to say about that, no. but it's, um, it's not ideal. So we're doing um, podcasting. You have your website, you have social media, um, a little sprinkle of ads. Um, what's, what do you find – well, let's start with what do you find enjoyable? What part do you like being a part of I like in your marketing being, Well, puzzle? I've said it about three times already. It's the strategy. I like being yeah. part of the strategy and mm. just um, – Making sure that our strategy connects with the audience that we want it to connect with. Yeah. Um, and I know from years of experience that anything with people in it, like if especially if we're talking about social media, um, anything with people in it will get more engagement than houses yeah. or, you know. And yeah. then um, as you guys would be well aware because we've been taking little short videos for reels um, during the podcast that yeah. – that, um, it's frustrating because I will do posts about really cool information, helpful information. Um, Static the posts best web, Yeah, like Facebook posts and then, um, uh, you know, a website that we've launched or a, an achievement or a review and then I'll post one silly photo of Ben with his sunglasses in yeah. the kitchen and it gets the most <laughs> engagement of all the posts. I know, right? So yeah. it's a little bit frustrating but it's uh, – uh, it goes to the fact that it's all about human connection on social media. Yes, I agree. Well, hence the name, social yeah, exactly. media. 
So I think sometimes people forget that, that it's not advertising media. It's actually social media. So for people that are reluctant, because a lot of our clients are actually reluctant to get behind the, or in front of the camera, sorry, uh, and, and show themselves, what advice would you give them? Maybe have a few champagnes before <laughs> <laughs> my Official um, advice. <laughs> not endorsed by Pixel Proprietary Limited. <laughs> Do not get drunk. Um, I, the advice I would give was high, it would be to hire a a good photographer who knows what they're doing yeah. because that photographer will be able to, should be able to put you at ease yes. and give you some direction yes. um, but not necessarily make your photos look super posed. Yes. But most people when they stand in front of a camera in their mind they're thinking, oh, I don't know what to do. What do I do with my hands? What do I do? Yeah. So the photographer will give you that direction. Definitely. Um, I've seen that personally like a big difference in the photographer if they're able to do that. And the best are wedding photographers. Wedding yes. photographers do it day in, day out. They know how to get people to relax that don't generally. Yeah. Well, as an ex-wedding photographer myself, it's a big gig being a wedding photographer because mm. for like eight or ten hours a day you're up and you're giving direction. Mm. But you've got to give the direction in a way that creates. Pleasant. It's pleasant. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And because it's their day. Well, again, it comes back to connecting. Yeah. And if you're not a nice easy to get on with person then you're not going to have that connection and therefore the outcome in your photos is not going to be mm. able you know it just affects the outcome yeah definitely so i would my advice is to employ a professional photographer to help you out yeah um where have you seen for cadenia property where have you seen which channel which activity has given you growth do you think Growth Can't say podcast yet. Business or? Well, as invisibility, eyes on the business. Like we've obviously started podcasting and that's got a bit of attention, but it's only one in. Yeah. Just recorded the second. Yes. What other things? Like, do you think the website has been a big part? Obviously, um, real estate agencies, they advertise on realestate.com.au a lot. Is the website still important for a real estate agent? I think it's important for one of those touch points. Like, yeah. as we said, like to be a bona fide business, it's a minimum expectation now. Yeah. Um, and I, and I correct me if I'm wrong, you know more than about this than I do, but when you look at our data for our engagement on our website, mm -hmm. it's the pages about us page that always gives, that has the most traffic. Well, you're sort of marketing. So you're marketing for, for home sellers because that's your customer, but you're yeah. also marketing on their behalf of the listing. So they're mm. two very different things. Mm. Um, but people investigating whether they want to sell their home through you, definitely. Like the About Us page is, for my, most businesses, it's the second most visited page after the home page. Yeah, that was going to be my question to you. Uh, yeah. Is that the same for all your other clients? Just about every single one. It would be 99.9%. be very unusual. It would be because one blog post is extraordinarily popular. Mm. It would be the only reason. So therefore, that invest coming back to the investing in good photography yeah. and that first impression is really important. I've seen um, some About Me pages that have, They've obviously just asked their staff to send in a photo that they like of themselves. Yes. Yeah. And then they've made it black and white. Yes. And then they put it on their About Us page. Yep. And I guess it's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. But yeah, I understand that. You know, like yeah. it's, I think, it, and it's good, especially if you've got a team to have some continuity between the photos. Yeah. It's, it's branding. Um, dragging your team into the, into your marketing. It's always a challenge for uh, business owners. 
some 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 of your team don't like to be in in uh, marketing. Don't like to be in front of the camera. Some of your team might leave. <laughs> yes, That's it ha- might just it, for us. It's just a non-negotiable that our staff do photos. I uh, same. I didn't even ask to be honest. We just yeah. had a photo shoot, and I yeah. didn't. I didn't even ask. So this I, is what we're doing. Uh, you're all yeah. going on the brochure. Yeah, um, but um, I, I think it's good to get buy-in from your team as well to be a part of. Yeah, marketing. well, you can. Again, give them a glass of champagne. No, 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 we're not endorsing that. Um, I'm, 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 I'm feeling that you want a glass of champagne. <laughs> it's nearly five o'clock. <laughs> um, now I've lost my focus. Where were we at? No, we're just talking about, um, yeah, bringing your team involved. But, um, okay, so 2023 podcasting is here. We're going to do a bit more video for you, I think, this year with the podcasting to go with it. Um, community is the big buzzword in my, in our marketing circle at the mm, moment. Yeah. Um, I've just is, been talking to our staff about exactly that. How can, how can Pixel help Canadian Property build a community? Oh. This is a tough question. Should, I've really put you on the spot with this have, last. This yeah. is the last like, question. I reckon you had this one planned. Everything no, else was just ad hoc. This, and this, is, just this like, is on the fly. Um, I don't know the answer to that. You're, you're, you're already I'll, – I'll, I'll help you out a little bit because you're already building a community with this Smart Selling Steps yes. podcast. Yeah. You're building um, a community of people that, that care about the process and want to get the best price but in an honest, trustworthy way. Righto. That's, that's the answer there. That's the answer. So we'll, we'll, we're we going to work on that. We're going to build on um, the podcast series, the videos, um, the blogging and the social media posts that will go around that. And I think I think you are going to find a lot of people interested in following your content beyond the Geelong region because mm. this is valuable content, valuable information I think that's going to help a lot of people. Yeah, well, it is certainly transferable across Australia. Um, global. And Why not global? Possibly the world. We're going to take it to the world. Let's be like Jamie Oliver or one of my um, girlfriends, Ruthie, who's who's helps us a little bit with our business strategy. She'll be happy I made drop, her drop, name drops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's always on. She's been on to us for a long time to get the podcasting happening. And yeah, um, yeah, she's happy to see it. She's excited. Yeah, so nice. It's good. All right, well, thank you very much for joining me and talking about your business story and a bit about marketing for Cadena Property. And um, I look forward to hearing more episodes on the Smart Selling Steps podcast too. Thanks, Nathan. Thanks, Sarah. See ya. See ya.